this is Everyday Leaders. I'm your host, Melanie Ake. Everyday Leaders is an inspirational show to help you develop strategies to overcome everyday obstacles in your life. Today's guest will share the disciplines that he practices every day that allows him to achieve a life of success. Today's Everyday Leader reminds us the value of perspective and how to practice an attitude of gratitude. These simple techniques are ones that you can apply every day to live your life with success. Ed Roberts is my guest today. Everyday Leaders 50 and 50, show 14 starts now. Welcome to the program, Ed. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I am really excited to have you on Everyday Leaders 50 and 50. I really respect what you do and we are connected because you are connected to Dave Ramsey. So tell us, what is your official title? How are you connected to Dave Ramsey? Um, I'm connected to Dave Ramsey through the ELP program, which is Endorsed Local Provider. And what that is is that I'm his, considered his resident professional uh, teacher and provider for uh, service, which is long-term care. So I do a lot of the long-term care planning, um, helping people understand about that time in their life, how to make appropriate plans for it um, for a lot of reasons. And, you know, if you're familiar with Dave's principles, you know, one of them is that you know, a person really needs to have that in play because mm-hmm. of the, the devastating effect that it can have, if nothing else, financially in all other ways. Absolutely. Well, people that know, you know, when you say Dave Ramsey, I mean, that's kind of synonymous with strength and power and leadership and discipline, right? (laughs) Because Dave is all about telling you maybe not what you want to do, but what you need to do. And and I, I really connect to you because my husband and I have just started taking a course for the first time, his Financial Peace University this year. And it just taught us a lot of things to be aware of. And so when, when I hear, you know, you talk about this long-term care, uh, this isn't something that you really want to think about when you're needing it, right? You want to plan for that early as you can in life so that you're, you're kind of planning for that future, like Dave would say, right? Correct. The reason why, again, the reason why it's really so important is there's a lot of misinformation, a lot of bad information, and a really actually a lack of information about long-term care. And not the care, but people have a false sense of what the future holds for them. And once you have the information, the facts, not sales, but the facts, then it it frames that whole conversation a lot differently on how important it is. Mm -hmm. Again, uh, with whether it be an insurance option or whatever option a person chooses to, Not everyone is a fit for everything, but in this case, it is something you absolutely have to plan for. And no matter how that plan works out, you have to plan for it because it is eventuality for statistically about 76% of people. Wow, that's huge. Well, and and yet under 18% of people have any kind of plan in general for it. Now, they have theoretical plans, but... It is such a crucial time in your life where everything's on the table, you know, your future, your retirement, uh, a lot of choices have to be made. And it's, it's really just as simple as understanding the, understanding the information, understanding the choices, and then following through with those choices, whatever they may be for your situation. Mm-hmm. But everyone has to plan. Well, because if you don't plan, right, you end up, the leadership lesson is you really turn it into something else that you're not prepared for. And you have to really take control of that intentional decision to, you know, how you want your life to be, right, with any circumstance, either uh, while you're working or if you have an accident or you have a situation, it's about taking care of yourself and your family uh, to protect all of your financial investments, and just your the care for yourself that's going to happen. So Correct. And with, with the amount of baby boomers that are going into that, it's going to make it a, a much more exasperated situation. It's going to be a lot, a lot 
more demanding that people really understand. And my mind works kind of in analogies. And the analogy I, I use, and come really from the Bible, it says, you know, really, if you know the thief is coming in the night, will you stay up and wait for him? Mm-hmm. Well, with long-term care, the thief is coming in the night. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone, the three things that are inevitable to every single person, you will get older, you will get sick, and you will die. Mm-hmm. Now, that sickness could be immediate and sudden from an accident or something of that nature, but it is still, nonetheless, illness. And so everyone faces this reality. Everyone will come to that realization at some point. Mm-hmm. And like you said, what's really critical about that is you want to come to that realization and you want to come to that plan before that point because it changes everything. You have, you know, you don't plan for your retirement when you turn 65. Not realistically. Right. Because if you do, your your choices are limited. Your um, your, your future is not going to be quite as bright. Mm-hmm. But again, it's it's really understanding that everything comes down to a plan, no matter what it is. And it's such a crucial point in your life that no one tells you about. You know, like in Dave's principles and most of the things he tells you, a lot of that stuff you may have heard, and it may have made sense. And they talk about some of the stuff your grandmother probably told you. But it's getting the information in a way that's usable to you, that makes sense to you, in a way that you can hear it. And that's really what we try to do. Mm-hmm. You know, sit down and tell people, I will help, as I tell people, I will help you plan no matter what. Whether, whether it's through an insurance option, an other option, using your family, or, unfortunately enough, uh, planning for Medicaid, because that requires planning as well. Mm-hmm. Because these are things that are, it is such a big deal, and most people don't realize it until it's on them, and then it's really too late, and then you burden not only yourself or those closest to you, uh, but it burdens the system, which really in the future will not be able to handle it, and Mm -hmm. we just know that. And So it's just important to plan, and whatever that plan is, it's always unique, and it's always individual, Mm -hmm. but it's always important. Well, that's you bring up a great point because the later we wait to do something in planning, it creates a lot of stress for not only ourselves, but our environment. So that you can take that to anything, right? To teach that about anything. Um, if we're preparing, they say, you know, luck is when uh, preparation meets opportunity, right? So you've got to prepare for the things that may happen to you in the future so that it will be kind of the best outcomes, uh, so that's really what you're teaching through Dave Ramsey's principles. And if anybody has taken his classes, he starts off with in the Financial Peace University anyway, that I can speak to is these baby steps and how to really start thinking and restructuring your life in in these plans. So it's all really great because it breaks down and it makes sense of how you can live your life. Um so what got you interested in doing this, Ed? Well, originally what had happened is that when I retired from my previous um, career, I was trying to figure out what I could do. I'd been working in the background of the wife's company, reading insurance stuff. You know, I mean, I call it the crazy, the silly stuff. But just knowing the business of the business, since I'm a process guy, that's kind of what I lean towards. Mm-hmm. Just to understand business. I really got so good at it that uh, through some connections, I started really teaching to get agents licensed across the country. Wow. And that teaching kind of led to more things. You know, I, you know, you found out exactly these professionals that are supposedly dealing in this realm and actually helping sell and so forth really don't understand it, which got me thinking that's really unfortunate, you know, because you you know, most people are looking for ways to sell something instead of ways to help. Mm-hmm. And I know that seems very simple, but like Dave says, you know, it's about having the heart of the teacher first. And that's really the, that's really the case. Well, it is. Approach he, it, they talk about servant leadership so much, you know, and the, the really, truly successful people are like the ministers that are really serving others and serving the people through their teaching, through their professional education, Right. Correct. And you find that, you know, it's, 
most things I think in life are counterintuitive or the way the systems are set up around you, and there are always systems in play around you, mm-hmm. are really meant to pull you in the wrong direction. And it takes intentionality and choices to move in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, you've never been taught enough and you don't really understand to make those choices or that there are choices. Right. And so you tend to follow that wrong path, which is what gets a lot of people misguided. And when someone comes along and says, there's another way, there's a better way that speaks to truth, speaks to honestly, you know, it speaks to honesty and is trying to help you, it changes things. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where that really comes across because it's just sometimes it's a little hard, but truth can be hard. But the truth is just the truth. It's not, it's not good or bad. It's just truth. It's just truth. You know, and you, you have to say, okay, I may not like where I'm at, but now I know the truth. I can make a choice to go different or do different. Mm-hmm. So when you, you know, and I think that that makes a difference. When you started, did you, we talk a lot about in leadership of, you know, limiting beliefs that maybe you had about yourself or that people that you were coaching had about themselves learning, learning this process. How did that feel kind of, you know, putting yourself out there and saying, Hey, I'm going to try this and maybe it'll work. And, and, but you believed in it so heavily. How did you work through that process of those fears? Well, long before I got there, I was working through that myself because when you are, when you're changing, I mean, going in a different direction, you know, you're thinking, you know, you obviously have doubts and you, you know, I've never been this direction before. Things are unfamiliar to me. But I think that you have to have, and especially when you have a lot of um, misgivings or you're not 100% sure, that's what I think is really important to surround yourself with people that say, hey, go for it. Mm-hmm. You know, this is what you're doing. Go do it. I, I believe in you because, you know, the worst, the worst person in your journey is yourself sometimes. Sometimes trying to it convince is. You. Isn't that you know, the You can't or you shouldn't. You've never done this before. You don't know it. Well, that's nothing unusual about that. But, you know, that can kind of help getting you past those little spots where you're not sure. But mm-hmm. for me, I had already gone through a lot of self-journey and a lot of things. And during that journey, I pretty much, I won't say reinvented myself, but I think I did. And it was a, a mental and um, a mental reinventing, reinventing myself. I mentally redid myself, mm-hmm. and it, it changed everything. So by the time I got was into that process, so to speak, I was already there. It was not something I was like, oh, I had to, you know, learn something or do something. I'm in the mindset, and it took some time. And there's some things that you can do to help yourself do that. But you know, it's just like whatever I do, I think I will do good at. Not because I'm special, because I choose to. Right. You're in that total you know, mindset. And it, it's really a mindset choice. And it can be very hard for people to see that choice first. And then it can be even more difficult to do the, the work or the journey to stay on there. Mm-hmm. But it's just like anything. Uh, you know, again, analogies is what I work by is... If I put you in a bar long enough and had you drink, I can make you an alcoholic. Mm-hmm. Well, by the same thing is I can put you in a pattern of success financially that will yield success. It, it can't fail. You know, there's certain things that just can't fail if you do them. Mm-hmm. And so it's really just putting you in a place and helping people understand that, first of all, you can do it. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not special in the universe that you can't and your situation's so unique and, you know, no one understands, which is quitting before you start. Right. You can change it. You absolutely can change it. Well, and all those quotes, you know, for leadership talk about the discipline is what really gets you going. It's doing those daily activities. And then that get, continues to keep you motivated, right? You see that success and that ladder and that you're climbing and you go, oh, gosh, look, five days ago it was like this, but today I'm here. And so you, now you're motivated. So just like what you're doing and teaching, it's the same principles. You just got to get, get started, right. To have the, the faith and the idea that, Hey, I'm going to go a planned intention on this next direction. So I love that lesson. 
and I think that, you know, coming maybe a step before that is that, you know, motivation is only as lasting as long as there's motivation. Mm -hmm. But I think that if there's an, an old thing that I've heard a million times, and it's always the truth. And they're so old, and they seem so silly, but they're true. This is um, basically when I, 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 they, I forget the explorer, Spanish explorer that went down somewhere in Mexico, and what they were going to do, it was like 300 of them and thousands of, I think it was Aztecs. Don't forgive me if I'm wrong. I'm just, <laughs> this is coming to my mind as I'm talking about it, but I... I coming out a different way, but it's a, a really a true story, is that when they got off the boat, they see these thousands of Indians of some time. And what he did is he burnt the ships, which meant we will not go back. We will only go forward. Because if they knew that there was a backup plan, mm -hmm. most people will take it. Mm -hmm. So there's an old thing is that burn the ships, go to war, take no prisoners. That's the mindset you have to have. You know what? If it is truly a dream that's put in you, and there's a process for figuring out difference between dreams and desires. Mm -hmm. um, but if there's a dream that has been put in you, it's been put in you by the Creator. And if it's been put in you, which everyone has one, it may take some work to get to it. But everyone's been put a dream's been put into them, like yourself or your husband. You know, it it's been put in you. It's something that will not go away. It'll keep coming back no matter how long you push it off, mm -hmm. which means you know it's a dream. If that dream has been put in you, the Creator always gives you the capabilities of achieving it. So you have the dream, you have the capabilities, but you don't get it, and that's because of the choice. Mm -hmm. So you're so, almost like if you're closing that choice down time after time, it's going to keep rising back up because it's really your purpose. So what you need to do purpose. is follow, follow that message, right? Understand right. that that door is opening for a reason and really follow into that. So and it, it, it can be tough because everything is counterintuitive to that. But that's why it's a dream. That's why it's going to take some work to get there. But again, if you know it's a dream and you know that you've been given the capabilities, whether you realize it or not, whether you see them or not, then you absolutely cannot fail, mm -hmm. which is crazy because you can't fail. You can't fail. Yet you mm -hmm. choose to fail or you choose not to do it because everything around you, especially when you come to something that seems so different or so far away or so big, everyone, even people close to you, and uh, unfortunately, are going to be the ones that will try to hold you back mm -hmm. because That's... they don't know what was put. They don't know the dream God put in you. Yep. They don't know what's. And they, so, they totally see it as whatever their dream may be. Right. And so right. the value that others put on you is how they see themselves, but not necessarily, you know, it's kind of that, I don't want to say jealousy, but it, it's kind of like, Hey, I want to go on this path with you and I'm not sure I'm ready to go there, but, but holding people back is really, something that if you really start looking at, at people's lives, there's a lot of things that we don't do because we're afraid or we, we don't believe that that is supposed to be our journey because everything else isn't set up for that, right? Maybe it finances or fitness or we don't have enough faith. There's something that's not connecting yet, but it's because we're not really just letting ourselves explore that and really paying attention and becoming aware of how that journey, right, how that journey's come to us. Uh, Correct. That is and fear, so important. And fear destroys your soul. Not getting your dream destroys your soul. Mm -hmm. Not your, you know, your spiritual soul, but your soul of who you are. Yep. Because you'll never be what you're supposed to be that way. And I don't know what it is. And again, it's not really other people's fault. Because they don't know the dream that God put in you. Mm -hmm. So when you tell them the dream, they, it's not their dream. So they're probably likely not to do it. Now, it takes a very strong person that says, you know what? Melanie, whatever your dream is, I'm there with you. Go for it. I'm going to help you no matter what. You know, that takes somebody 
you know, that person to come alongside of you or those people to come alongside of you have to be, you know, have to have that in them themselves to say, you know what, I don't know your dream, but if you're, if you're, if you're bold enough to dream it, I'm bold enough to go with you. Mm-hmm. So how do you find those mentors in your life to be those people that can say, I've been there before, I can help you learn, or I believe in you and I'm going to stay next to you on this journey? How did you find those people in your life? Well, sometimes you got to make them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, sometimes you just got to make them. And sometimes, you know, it's all this journey is a self-journey for you. You know, you're learning and you're growing and you're picking these people up. And again, even some people, mostly your family sometimes, just can't go with you. And that's nothing against them, but they just can't go. Mm-hmm. So you have to leave some people behind, and that can be tough. But that doesn't mean they're bad. It's just they're not able to go on that journey with you. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. And what, you, what I think you do is when you reach out to people, have you, have you talked to people that kind of inspire you and people that suck the life out of you? Mm-hmm. I think we all have had that, right? <laughs> yeah, you yeah. you will. You'll come across those. But you, you when you talk to people, you come across spirits. And I think if you're willing to go down that road, I think God will put people in there to help you on it. But you have to step onto the road. Mm-hmm. You know, he can't say, here I am, God. You know, I'm ready. Well, start walking. Right. You, you can't, know, can't be the hitchhiker. <laughs> can't be the hitchhiker right. waiting on. for somebody to pick you up. Right. You know, God does... God does, God, people are waiting for God to do for them. And God only does what you can't do. But it always requires you to do what you can before he does what you can't. Mm -hmm. That's such a powerful lesson. It's, you know, we teach a lot in my classes that I teach about meeting people where they are, right? And so, but they have to come, they have to move forward one step so that we can say, great, we're, we're meeting together at that spot. Um, that is, that's so powerful. So many people are, there's just a lot of fear. Um, I coach a lot of people and they have these, I can't do it or I'm not ready. You know, I haven't had the sign to tell me that it's my time to, to change an environment or to change a relationship. And so um, life is pretty short. And, and so this really, I love this podcast to be able to help people really tap into thinking about like, where am I and what do I want to do next? And how do I get there? What are the strategies to use? And, um, and so you've had so many life lessons, but can you talk to me and our guest about, uh, and the listeners about a trade-off that you made? It, it may have been a long time ago, but is there one particular thing that you said, I got to do this to be able to get to where I want to go? Well, I think it's a lot. I can't say one because I think that big decisions will require constant maintenance or constant other decisions to follow up. You know, I think that you can look back and you can say there's people in your life that couldn't go. It could, it can be a spouse, unfortunately. Now, you can't cut that relationship loose, but it may be really tough. But, you know, there's people that just cannot see your vision, that they cannot go with you. They're not bad. They just can't go. Mm-hmm. Now, you can't drag them with you. And if there's people around your life that are not putting into you or adding value to you, you have to, give, you have to separate them as much as you can. Mm-hmm. You don't give them as much time. You kind of just pull away. And it can, once you make a, a real decision to go in a direction, you will be lonely for a while. Because it typically is only going a direction no one else has. Mm-hmm. But when you need things, they will be given to you as long as you're willing to work it out. And what you said is true. Most people live in fear all the time. What if I lose my job? What if I lose my house? What if I, and, you know, who cares? Really? I mean, realistically, who cares? Because you only, as you said, you only get so much time in life. That's right. And you, and you waste it. Most people waste their life. They waste their gift. I mean, what's the old saying? Is it, where's the most potential in the universe? In the cemetery. (laughs) That's exactly right. Never never brought out. And again, it's not, you know, people will listen to what I'm saying and think, well, that person's maybe really strong. And, you know, they're going to make an excuse why they can't make that decision. Mm -hmm. It's not that they can't. It's just that they choose to. Mm -hmm. 
if you had, as I said, you go back to the analogy of burn the ships. Hey, we either fight forward because we can't go back. There's no back. If you close all the back doors and you don't give yourself any other way to go forward, you will go forward. You, you have go, no choice. You will go forward. That's but if you know you can back out and you know that you can quit, it is very hard to get your goal because you will. There's always something that will come up. There will always be a circumstance. There will always be something that's going to cause you to want to quit. Mm-hmm. It's that fallback you, approach, right? It's, it's that safety net, and that's okay to have a safety net, but it's really the idea that we just want to think forward and move forward and just keep moving towards that goal and that dream and having the right people to put us in that right environment. If you don't know them, get them. If you don't know, ask somebody. You can find those people, but it's, it requires something of you. And again, if you, you look at it from the standpoint, if I have to go forward or I will die, and, I, and that may be sound dramatic, but you will spiritually. If I have to go forward and there's nothing else I can do, I will go forward. It is tough. It is scary. But most fear is never realized anyway. Mm-hmm. Most fear is to get most fear or all fear is always meant to keep you from your greatness. Mm-hmm. Always. Not, other, not much more than that. And think about the worst case scenario. If you fail, so what? Yes. <laughs> How many times do you fail doing not what you wanted? Exactly. And you know, I hear a lot of people say, well, if I publicly announce what I'm doing, that holds me accountable. So then that eliminates a little bit of the fear, right? Because maybe for some people, I don't know, I get excited. I say, oh, I'm going to go do this, make an announcement. And so then I'm like, oh, now I got to, now I got to do it. <laughs> but some people, you know, that that's just really hard to work through. Like I can't commit to that because I don't know the next step to get there. But I think you've made a lot of great points tonight is grab somebody that's been there, get into the right environment, you know, make sure you keep those people or change the people if they're not the right people um, to really keep you inspired and keep you moving forward because there's going to be a lot of stress, right, on this journey because you may be experiencing things that are new that you've, you know, you've never been through. Uh, and so I, I know that you are a pretty high energy kind of guy, but when you have stress that comes in, into your life, what do you do? What are some of the strategies that you use kind of on a daily basis to, to kind of overcome that stress, maybe before a big presentation or, um, you know, just kind of walk us through that. I said you, you basically do the self-talk because you're doing it anyway. In the negative, you're saying, I can't do it. You're self-talking yourself out. Mm-hmm. Well, you self-talk yourself in the right direction. And it sounds like psychological BS, but it's true. What you say and what you think is what you become. So you can change. You can change the recording anytime you want. You decide how, what plays to your mind. You decide what you think. No one else. Thoughts are put into your mind but you have to accept them. So if you can have bad thoughts put in, you can replace them with good thoughts. Mm -hmm. I can't do it. I can do all things. Nothing beats me. You know, you have to, and you learn a a dialogue because those thoughts come in void. You know, the universe uh, 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 hates a void. (laughs) That's all it's going to fill in. So you can take a negative thought out, but if you don't fill it in, it's going to fill something else in. Mm -hmm. So you're not smart enough. I'm smart as anyone else. You know, you can't do it. I can do anything. It's what they used to have is, you know, those uh, for fighters. Maybe people understand that analogy. They have Mike Tyson had those guys all around him or even Muhammad Ali. You're the greatest. You're the best. You're the greatest. (laughs) And guess what? He was the greatest. Mm -hmm. You know, but he didn't start the greatest. You know, but you have to believe in yourself. And if you don't, you lie to yourself. You tell yourself, you're always telling, because you're always playing a recording in your mind. Change the recording. It takes work, and you have to always do it, because there's negative thoughts, fear, doubt come to every person. I don't care who they are. It's just some people accept them and dwell on them. Mm-hmm. Other people say, no. Like with me, when something comes to my mind, you know, when these, I call them stupid BS thoughts come to my mind, I'm like, no, no, no. Mm-hmm. And then I tell, I tell myself, this is the way it is. And you beat it back because it's always coming. But then pretty soon, 
you can feel it coming. You're like, no, uh-uh, not today. I'm better than that. <laughs> I can't lose. And it, I, it sounds really simple. It takes a lot of work, but it does work. Mm-hmm. And then pretty soon you control your mind. You control your thoughts because you do anyway. Mm-hmm. Now, when you, know, you're, you have people around you that are speaking vision into you, speaking, you know, that's why I said, surrounding yourself with people that lift you. I think another component to that as well is not only do you do that, but I think just kind of like what I'm, I'm hoping to do now, I'm hoping to speak it into other people mm-hmm. because my, my, I won't say greatness from I'm a great person. I don't mean it from that way. But where I want to go in my life is tied to everyone else. I can't go anywhere without helping you to go there. And when you help others, you help yourself twice. Mm-hmm. That's so true. So, so, you know, when I can, you know, if I encourage one person and they can change, which you can, I mean, it's pretty simple. You know, it's hard, but it's very simple. It starts with the decision. I say that I can, I can get anyone to do anything. That's easy. The problem is, the crazy thing is that most people don't want to, which is crazy, even though they say they do. They really don't. And they say, well, you couldn't get me to do this. I said, you know, you can find the right lever to pull to get anything. It's not that you can't do it because you can do it. It's just that you haven't decided it's all you have. You have to do this. My ships are burning. I got to do this. Mm-hmm. I got to do it. And I can't wh- go back. There's no going back. And once you know you can't go back, then you, you know, you'll move forward. Again, fear can do that, whatever the case may be, but you can do it. It's not that you can't because, again, if it's put in you, the ability has been put in you as well. It's just you're choosing not to. And the, again, I think a crazy thing behind that is that even not doing it, I tell people, you can do it. It's not really a problem. It may take a long time. I use, uh, here's another analogy. My son is a big, big football kid. He loves football. We were talking one time, and I'm trying to get him to change the way he thinks. That's worked for my other son. I'm trying to work on my one of my other sons now. And he's, you know, he's big into pro football. And I gave him an analogy. Uh, he didn't know it. I said, you know what? If I wanted to be, just let you know, I'm 57. But if I wanted to be a pro football player right now, I could be a pro football player. He said, there is no way. <laughs> That's impossible. I was trying to show him everything's possible. You just don't believe it. I said, I could be a pro football. No, you couldn't. We went through this argument. I, you know, I baited him for a while. I said, let me tell you how I can do it. I buy the team. I say, I'm playing. Am I playing? Absolutely. Because I bought the team. So it's not that you can't do it. It's you haven't found your way to do it. Mm-hmm. Well, he was thinking in his mind, right? The way that he, he thought- believed, right? He believed or what was put on you to believe that you have to do it this way. Mm-hmm. Your path can be completely unique, but that unique path is what makes you who you are. So don't story. look at someone else's path. Don't look at someone else's way or someone else's these ways because that worked for them. That's not who you are. You have to find, you use some of their techniques, you use some of their things, but you find your own way. Again, you want to be a pro football player? Buy the team. Mm-hmm. So you, it's not that you can't be one, that you think you can't because you've seen it in a linear or a snapshot picture of how it can be done. I'm saying I change the rules. Now I make it happen. Everything's possible. Everything is possible. So Because you don't think it's possible just means you don't have the vision or the current knowledge or the belief. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm crazy enough to believe, and this will sound very crazy, I'm crazy enough to believe that you can get your mind to such a point that where it says you tell the mountain to move from here to here, it literally does it. Yeah, I think, I think you're right. It's, it is about belief, and you said that before uh, earlier, and it is so true. It starts with that belief. So if you can figure out a way to get your mind in the right frame. What do you read every day, Ed? You're so focused and energized and really determined about these choices that that you make sure you have all this positive energy but what what should we be reading that you're reading well what i do is i try to listen because i listen and i read i I mean i i think in the morning for me i think you start with 
you start with the positive right off the bat. And again, it's, there's, there's positive and there's things that are uplifting, things that, you know, say, yes, you can. You know, what you, what you eat, you are. What you hear and see, you become. You know, because you, it changes how you are. Again, if you sit in a barber shop, you get a haircut, you drink, sit in a bar long enough, you become an out. You know, what you put around you, you can put systems in play that will yield the results you want, whatever they are. You already have them in play. They're yielding what you, you're getting right now. You've put those systems in play. You have. You've made those choices. So you are getting exactly what you did. So the great true. thing about that is you can change that today. In one second, you can change that and go in a different direction anytime you want, anytime. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I start by, I think you read the Bible. Whether or not that's your, you know, that's your faith or not, it's good wisdom. It's very true. It works. You know, you understand, okay, this is quality wisdom. I can pick it up. It starts framing my mind in a different way. I think that you also, and there's a lot of people that do this, but I think you set up a routine all the time so that you can get what you want. For instance, I think a, a nice little thing to do in the morning is, you you sit up right away. You get up immediately. You don't, oh, you know, you get up right away. And it's hard for a while, but you get up, I'm up. Now you go somewhere, you do some deep breathing. I mean, really deep breathing. I, these sound crazy, but they absolutely work. Do some deep breathing. Then you say, I am so grateful that I'm alive. I am so grateful. You put that gratitude out there in the universe. It starts to develop a positive energy. Mm-hmm. You take a moment, like I said, I would show anybody how to do this. It's just really simple. I've got it right in front of my computer right now every day when I look at it and when I wake up. And now it, it becomes second nature. I don't have to think about it. Now you do a visualization. Okay, today, everyone I meet is going to like me. Everything I do is going to be positive. Today I'm going to be healthy, wealthy, wise. Everything I do is going to be great. I'm the best at everything. And again, you know how, that, how you word it in yourself but it's just saying, you know, you're projecting what you want for the day. Right. My goal today is to do this. I want this out of life. I can do whatever I want. You're breathing. Now you have to, again, before anything can happen, first you have to believe it. Mm-hmm. You start with the belief, I can do it. Then you visualize, you see yourself doing that. Anyone that's ever achieved anything saw what they were going to do long before they did it. Yep. I can do this. I see this. I project it. It may take a while, but it becomes part of who you will. Then it's like, well, this is just what I have to do. Then you expect the results. You expect them. Mm-hmm. And then it builds. Yeah. And all great leaders really talk about this process, you know, the belief and the visualization and the action and this motivation. And so it's so inspiring to hear you kind of walk us through that and how you start your day with that because it is, you know, it's powerful. And when you get up in the morning, listen to something that inspires you, not the news, you know, because the news is going to happen. The world's going to happen no matter what you do. Mm-hmm. Listen to something that inspires you. Somebody that says, hey, today's a great day. You're going to be good. Everything you do, it starts setting your mind in a direction. Remember, you're pointing your rudder in the morning. Right. You know, and it, it does take some work. I, I will grant you that. But if you want anything out of yourself in life or you want life to be what you want, you're going to have to work for it. And now I say that, but I think when, when I've talked to people or tried to help them, I don't require anything more of you than in terms of effort than you're already, you're already doing, which is great. I'm not asking for any more effort. I'm just asking it in a different direction. <laughs> so you don't have to do more. You just have to do it different. You have to do it in a, in a manner that's going to yield what you want. Because, again, you are exactly where your choices have put you. Well, and we all, all have how much time in a day? We all have 24 hours, right? And so it's how we use that. It's, it's what we want to do with that time, intentional time, so that we can get the most out of it. What's the, what's the old saying? What would, you, what would you attempt to do today if you knew you couldn't fail? Exactly. And what's stopping you? Mm-hmm. You know, and I know that sounds a lot, but you have to get where you know that to be true. And you know that to be true by telling yourself, 
like someone's told somebody, I know there's people out there, they've told you you're not smart or you're not pretty, you're not good enough, and you heard it enough and you believe it. Mm-hmm. It's not true, but you believe it. Yeah. So why not turn it around and say, you know what? I'm as good as anyone else. I'm as smart as anyone else. I can do anything. You know, I don't have to do it your way because I'm not you. Exactly. But I can do it my way. <laughs> and the, the one thing about that you'll find out is that when you truly do what you do and you become who you're going to become, you're going to face a lot of opposition because the universe does not yield. You have to push it. Right. But that's where the greatness is found. That's where the greatness is found. And you're going to get a lot of pushback from that. But man, Always that, do. But the momentum, right? You start creating that momentum. And so that but push and once pull. You get, once you get that energy going for you, now the universe, I'd say, yields to you. Uh-huh. That's so when true. you start changing how you look, you start changing these things. And it takes time. You know, you know I told you about my story a little bit. You have no idea where I came from. And how you can change. Anything can change. And no one spoke wisdom into me. No one did. I had to search it for myself. And you would be amazed at how far you can come, how quickly. And that once you start doing that and these changes start to happen, the, the bo- I'll say the bounty of the universe flows to you, mm-hmm. not away from you. You walk into a place, magical things, I don't say magical, you get those good breaks Good things happen to you. You don't, you're not worried about sick. None of this, it doesn't affect me because nothing but good is going to happen to me. When I go in some place, I'm getting the best parking spot. Mm-hmm. When I go in something, everything's going to be good. People are going to like me. It's, it, it's really true. The universe starts yielding to you. Isn't it? <laughs> it's a momentum. It's so funny. You reminded me of this, but talking about a parking space, but you know, it's when you go and you buy that new, say you buy a black Honda minivan, right? And so you pull out of, the dealership, and now on every single corner, there's a black Honda minivan <laughs> because you have intentionally programmed your brain to say, that's what I'm looking for. That's what I'm interested in. And so it is so true when you talk about this mindset. Um, that's powerful, Ed. It takes work, but you can do it. You really can. Mm-hmm. If you don't know how, ask. If you need help, get help. But you can do it. I mean, it's that's the biggest some of the biggest lies put on mankind, there's a, a bunch of them. Most of the systems that are in play are meant to commoditize you or to take advantage of you. Mm-hmm. They're meant to keep you dumb and down. And it doesn't matter your race, your color, or sex, anything. Everyone's in that same boat. I say we live in the matrix. We do. Because you have to intentionally take the different pill. You have to intentionally go down the different road. If you don't, it's going to take you where it wants to take you. What a great and that is, you know, that is that's unfortunate because you're so much, you are so much better than you know. You're so much more than you know, but everything is told you you're not. It's just not true because it's trying to keep you down. So to speak. as they say, the man's trying to keep you down. It is. So programmed. But you're letting it. Mm-hmm. So do so, you? Do you um, do you ever get to go visit Dave Ramsey to get inspired by him? No, I, like I said, I, I work with a lot of the other people. I don't need to. I mean, he's, I, I think what he does is good. And, you know, we all work in our own spheres. And I think he, you know, he started a process in a lot of ways that has helped a lot of people mm-hmm. to make good choices. And, you know, like he said, I, he's not, you know, some, he, he didn't unlock the secrets of the universe. He just said it in a way with common sense that was a good voice for people to hear and made it practical, mm-hmm. made it real for people. Now they can use those common sense of your grandmother. They can have a system that will yield a result. Yep. He made it a system, and that was the beauty of it. Because, again, you know, there's nothing there that's shockingly new. But it's new to you, and the way it was done made it practical. Right. And that's the great thing about it is that, you know, how did he learn? Through pain. How do most people unfortunately learn? Through pain. You, like you, and I, I would say this is like your children. You try to teach your kids so they don't have to experience that pain. Mm-hmm. You can learn to not experience pain. You can learn that pain is not an enemy. Pain is actually a friend and a teacher. 
not to be liked, but to be thought of as a companion. (laughs) You know, and, you know, you don't hurt me, you help me. You don't break me, you make me. You make me. That's exactly right. And and I think that's, you know, once you can get out of that and saying, you know, look what's happened to me. You know, everyone's had hardship. Everyone has problems. But there's nothing new under the sun. And there's nothing happened to you that hasn't happened to someone else that they haven't overcome. You know, so you can as well. And you have to decide that this is what I'm going to do. I will accept nothing less. And do or die, this is what I'm going to do. And when you truly make that decision, you will start changing. But you have to want to. And you put the processes in play that help you get there. And then the things that you don't know or the things that you need will be put in front of you as you get to them. That's so true. And you don't know what those will be until you start on that journey. So you right. just have to be and if you wait, open to it. You, how, do you, how, does someone, how does someone get from first base to second base? you got to take your first foot off of first and run between them. <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> you, know, oh. you can stretch all you want, but you'll never get to second. And so it requires some faith, but you already have your faith out there. Mm-hmm. You just put it in the wrong direction. <laughs> you're using it the wrong way, you know, but your mind is more powerful than you know, and you create the reality around you. You create the situation around you. You create the opportunity around you. You make it happen. So and that's true. what people miss. You, they just miss that, and they think that you're more driven or you're smarter. It, it doesn't really matter. That has nothing to do with it. Like I said, if I took and put a gun in someone's head and say, you'll do it or you'll die, do you think they're motivated? Probably. <laughs> Probably. So it's, not, well, so it's not that they can't do it. It's that they choose to make excuse or they don't want to do it. Mm-hmm. But again, whether you make the choice or not, you're, you're only killing your own spirit. You're only killing your soul. And there's no reason for it because you could have so much more. And no matter what comes against you, what is the worst thing that can happen? You can fail, or even worse, you can die. Well, I'm going to give you a secret. You're going to die anyway. Exactly. Exactly. You might as well die doing what you want. You might as well die trying for that thing, because anything less, you'll never be happy. That's why people may move between a lot of relationships or move between a lot of jobs, or they never feel happy or satisfied. There's a reason why, because you're not. Yep. And it's not because of what's going on around you. It's because of what you're doing. Mm-hmm. It's that sense of self, right? It's that confidence. So and true. you build confidence. Mm-hmm. Confidence is built by believing it. Like with my one of my sons, I he didn't. He was not physical at all. I spent a year and a half with him, working with him and training at the gym. He's got buff and strong and big, and now he feels confident. And I didn't do anything other than give him a process and show him that he can do it. Now he realizes, well, if I can do that here, I can do it everywhere, mm-hmm. which is true. That's the great thing about it. It's repeatable. You know, confidence and that pattern is a repeatable thing, and it works always. Works always. You have to understand it. Always. I mean, even if you, even if you go to the gym ten times, you've gone ten times. Even if you've done something, you've done something. And people, once they, you know, they, they don't go to the gym and they mess up and they do some stuff and then they go, oh, i got to quit. That's, that's the systems or the universe. I, I always say the universe because I won't get too deep in that. But that's it trying to see who's committed. Who's going to go? You know, who's going who's gonna to bail and who's going to stay? Mm-hmm. And that's why it doesn't yield to you. So you just stay in there. Look, I don't have to eat an elephant in one bite. But I guarantee I can eat it one bite at a time. Mm-hmm. That's a great lesson. And if you just, just stand there and eat, you know, and you say, oh, I can't eat this whole elephant. I'm not asking you to. I'm asking you to take one more bite. <laughs> one take one more time. step. Yeah. Take one more step. Do one more day. Hang in there one more time because people become discouraged and they quit way too early. And the thing is, it it's not requiring more effort from you. It's requiring that that desire to say, no, you know what? No, I, I, I will not do that. You will not beat me. You will not break me. <laughs> you know, And then it becomes like a, I call it like a, a fight it, because the fight is not external. It's always internal. And hopefully when in a year or so, two years when I have a book, you know, I think it's the, the, the longest journey you ever make in your life is between your ears. <laughs> 
That's a great takeaway. That's a great takeaway. The longest journey you ever have in your life is between your ears. Right. I call it the the the, the, the ten inch journey. You know, and that's where that's where the battles are won. That's where the battles are lost. And you control it, mm-hmm. which is crazy. You control it. You decide. But you yield. You you give it away too easily. You know, you cannot if the worst thing that can happen is you can die and you're going to die anyway. And so what are you afraid of? Yep. Oh, I may lose my house. Well, you lose it sooner or later anyway. Exactly. My kids, my well, kids may die. They will anyway. Well, you know, you have to just figure out, like, what are the important things in your life, how to achieve those, how to create that structure that you talked about in creating those strategies. And so being able to... If you don't know, ask. If you don't if know, you, ask. If you don't know. If you if you want help, people will give it to you. Because again, like for me, my my destiny is I believe is tied to other people's, mm-hmm. and it usually is. You know, the gatekeepers in your life, the people that can help you. But again, I I could I would help, and I could show anybody how to do anything. The crazy thing is, they really don't want to. They just want it. They don't want to do the journey. The journey is what you're going for. Yep. And if they're saying, you know what, I'm with you all the way, then they're going to get it. Mm-hmm. If they're saying, I'm only, I'm only with you until it gets tough, well, that's why you are where you are. Right. Then they'll probably, those, you'll have new people in your journey, right? That's, that's you'll all part of it. You'll lose people. Yeah. Once you start, once you start changing, um, again, if you're, a, if you're not, if you don't take drugs, are you hanging around drug addicts? No. Okay. Do If you're, you put people around you that, again, speak vision into you, want to walk with you, help you, and you don't, then you may be lonely. But you will get what you need if you walk out. You have to take those steps of faith and walk out. Mm-hmm. And you will get what you need when you need it. But you've got to believe that to be true. Because if you're not willing to hang in there just a little bit longer, you give up. Yep. And put the things around you that get what you want. So true. If you want to, if you want to get fit, go to the gym. If you don't go to the gym, you can't get fit, <laughs> or whatever that case is. But you just got to do one thing at a time, just one more day, one more day. So tell everybody, one more minute, one more minute, and then pretty soon it's ten minutes, and then it's twenty minutes, and then you know there you go. There's no magic to it. Nobody did that. These what they say about athletes. Athletes, the really good athletes, know the outcome and they plan it. They see it in their mind and they can't do less. No matter what happens, they still believe it. And using that same analogy, you think about all the people that have, um, oh gosh, even Michael Jordan. You know, people think he was one of the best basketball players or whoever the case may be. You know, even the great people make 30, 40% of what they do. The rest of it is, is failure. That's right. But they're great because they've continued to try and they have the numbers to prove it for that success over and over and over. And that 30, you know, you're, you, a hundred percent is not, is not realistic, but you know what? I don't have to do a hundred percent. I got to do one more. Mm-hmm. You know, I would say it's just one more, just one more, one more. So you don't great. think about it. Don't think about everything. Think about one more. Mm-hmm. Can you give me one more day? Can you try one more time? And then one more time. And you just have to lock that in your mind. You cannot beat me. Whatever it is that's coming against you, and it works for your physical health. You can defeat disease to some extent, but you have to believe it's possible or it can't be. You know, if you go, I don't think I'm going to make it, you're right. If you don't think you can, you're right. If you believe you can, you're right. It works. Most people use faith in the wrong direction. Use it in the right direction and say, you know what, I can. I will not be beat. This will not kill me. I will defeat this no matter what. And you change the physics of your body through your mind. You know what? You can't, disease, you cannot beat me. You know, the ex that left you and destroyed your life, they didn't destroy your life. They, they, they walked out so the right person could walk in. Mm-hmm. Wow. You know, don't find an excuse. Find a reason. Find Put a people reason. around you to help you with it. Find a reason. That's a find a reason. That is a great lesson for us tonight, Ed. You have taught us so many lessons. Um, I I really 
gosh, we've taken a lot of your time. I really appreciate it. You Not a problem. have really taught me, I think the message is, you know, the journey between your ears, first of all. <laughs> That's amazing. But this empowered life, you have really proven uh, through what you're doing, what you're teaching, what your beliefs are, to be able to have this empowered life every single day, every minute. And you are a real true leader for us in the community. And so being attached to Dave Ramsey, being an, an endorsed local provider um, for things that are really important to us as we age uh, in our community, I just thank you for doing that. That's a really important gift um, and that you share. So thank you for providing that to us in the community. You're, you're welcome. Like the, the last thing I'd just say is that, you know, surround yourself, believe in yourself. I know it's hard. I know it's hard. <laughs> you know, I was there, uh, you know, and I'm not special any more than anyone else. Uh, you know, I just made choices and did some things, and then through the grace of God and the right things, more things happen. Again, I, I walked forward, and then, you know, somebody helped me. Right people are put there. Little things will happen, but it'll happen a little at a time. But it will happen. You just got to stay in there. Just stay in there. Don't give up. Don't, Don't give believe up. the stuff. Don't believe the stuff that people are telling you. Don't listen to it. They're wrong. That's so true. Well, Ed, thank you so much for being on the program. You've added so much value to myself as well as our listeners. And so I hope that you keep up with us. You know, when you decide to write this book, if things come out, we'd love to have you back on the show to talk about that. But uh, we'll also see you maybe at the leadership conference. March 2nd is the date. And hopefully we can get you on there and people can actually meet you and talk to you live. So that would be great. Anything I can, absolutely anything I can do to help, I will. Fantastic. Have a great 2018. All right. Thank you. Uh Bye-bye. Everyday Leaders 50 and 50 Leadership Summit is coming to Indianapolis, Saturday, March 2nd, 2019. Join me along with the 50 and 50 guests from Everyday Leaders 50 and 50 podcast. This exclusive event will take place at the beautiful New Fields Indianapolis Museum of Art on Saturday, March 2nd, 2019. You won't want to miss this one-of-a-kind leadership workshop where you will personally engage with these 50 leaders and learn how to apply their strategies to live your life with success. Don't miss this opportunity. You can be a part of this exclusive inaugural leadership summit here in Indianapolis, March 2nd, 2019. Early bird registration begins on April 20th, 2018. Remember, there's limited space available, so reserve your spot now. If you know of anyone that would be interested in sponsoring this exclusive event, please have them contact me directly at make at makeconnectionsforlife.com. Thank you for following the podcast of Everyday Leaders 50 and 50.